the title of my homily this morning is The Big Difference Between Job and Monsignor Aloysius Schwartz. Not the most catchy title in the world, but it is accurate nonetheless. Most of us, I'm sure, have heard of Job and know his story, at least the basic outline of his story. The Bible tells us that he was a deeply religious man who feared God and avoided evil. He was also quite wealthy. For many years he led a very happy, content life. That is, until he had his bad day. Day when he lost literally everything. First his herds and flocks were either destroyed or stolen. Then his ten children died when a house collapsed on them during a severe windstorm. And finally, he was afflicted with a terrible disease that left his body covered with painful boils. At that point, his wife came along, Mrs. Job, who took one look at her husband and said to him, Are you still holding to your innocence? Curse God and die. Obviously, Mrs. Job never won the Wife of the Year Award. And three of Job's closest friends come on the scene. The Bible says to give him sympathy and comfort. However, all they gave him was a lot more grief, bad advice, more aggravation, probably a really big headache, which was the last thing the poor guy needed at the time. And it was in the midst of all that intense suffering that Job uttered those famous words we heard in today's first reading. Is not man's life on earth a drudgery? Are not his days those of a hireling? He's a slave who longs for the shade, a hireling who waits for his wages. So I have been assigned months of misery, and troubled nights have been allotted to me. My days are swifter than a weaver's shuttle. They come to an end without hope. Remember that my life is like the wind. I shall not see happiness again. What's important to note in this context is that Job had faith in God. He always had faith in God. Even at his worst moments, even in the midst of the pain and the suffering he experienced, all of it, he believed in the Lord. Yet as this passage vividly illustrates, the passage I just read to you, that was not enough to give him any real peace or hope. If it had been enough, he certainly wouldn't have called life a drudgery and been so close to despair. Most of us, as I said earlier, know at least the basic outline of the story of Job. But if I had to venture a guess, I would say very few of us know the story of the other man I mentioned at the beginning of my homily, Monsignor Aloysius Schwartz. Although some of our recently confirmed young people probably do. More about that in a few seconds. Monsignor Aloysius Schwartz was born in Washington, D.C. in 1930 and was ordained a priest the year I was born, 1957. Until 1992, which was the year he died, he served as a missionary mostly in South Korea and the Philippines. Among his many accomplishments in the missions were the following. He founded two religious orders, one of women and the other of men. Their purpose was to work with the poorest of the poor. He established children's villages to provide care and educational opportunities for orphans and those young people abandoned by their families, which is why some of our young people know who he was. Our confirmation classes have had fundraisers for the last few years to raise money for the children's villages down in Mexico. And they're planning to do the same thing this year. You'll hear more about that, I'm sure, in 
bulletins in upcoming weeks. Monsignor Schwartz also started hospices for the homeless and the handicapped. He was involved in pro-life work. And in the process of all that, he was actually nominated for the Nobel Peace Prize twice, in 1984 and 1992. Monsignor Schwartz was a powerful witness for Jesus during the years he served God in good health as a priest. It's obvious, I think, from the resume, brief resume I just shared with you. But he was just a, as powerful a witness at the very end of his life, after he was diagnosed with ALS. ALS, of course, was the sickness commonly referred to as Lou Gehrig's disease. It's a fatal neuromuscular disorder in which a person's voluntary muscles become weaker and weaker over time until they finally become immobile. But the interesting thing is the person's intellect and senses are often unaffected by the illness, which means the person enters into his suffering with a complete awareness of what's happening. From a purely human perspective, that's a scary thought. A long time ago, it's several years now, I came across a brief, very powerful meditation that Monsignor Schwartz either wrote or dictated at some point during his final months on Earth. As I share it with you now, please keep in mind that this was composed by a man who was in the process of experiencing a long, drawn-out, horrific death. I think you'll agree that the good Monsignor definitely had faith in God, like Job did. There was something else that he had, that he possessed, that Job did not have. Monsignor Schwartz wrote, I believe that for those whom God loves, he makes all things work for their good. I believe that God loves me with an everlasting love. He loves me more than I love myself. He loves me to such an extent that he sends his only son, Jesus Christ, as a living sacrifice to redeem me. He loves me so much that he sends anew each day his son, Jesus Christ, as my food and drink in the Eucharist. So I believe that ALS is sent to me as a sign of God's love. It is given to me for my own good and happiness. The object of faith is not what is seen, but what is, is not what is seen, but what is not seen. Who can grasp the designs of God? Who can understand his wisdom? My ways are above your ways, as the heavens are above the earth, and my thoughts are different from your thoughts, says the Lord. No, I do not understand with my reason and intellect why this should be so, but I believe that he has sent me ALS as a sign of his love and special favor. I believe this and try to renew this belief at each instant. So it is, I do not look at ALS as an enemy which I fight. I accept it, embrace it, and welcome it as a friend. I believe in the words of St. Paul that God is faithful. He does not permit us to be tried beyond our strength. With every trial he gives us the strength to endure it, and shows us the way to overcome it. I believe that God gives me this pain and suffering. I believe at the same time that he gives me the strength and grace to accept it, endure it, and cope with it. I believe the grace of Jesus will always be adequate. The problem is, I would like it to be more than adequate. But it is enough, just enough for that moment, in that instant. As Jesus on the cross, I do not look back. Do not consider the future, but I trust in God. I believe in his grace from instant to instant. 
Job had faith in God, and so did Monsignor Schwartz. But the good Monsignor understood God on a much deeper level than Job did, because he knew Jesus, the second person of the Blessed Trinity who had redeemed him and had given him the hope of eternal life. No, he didn't understand everything, as he himself admits there. But he definitely understood a lot. He understood, for example, the power and the meaning of the cross of Jesus Christ and how that all of that applied to him in his terminal illness. He understood the writings of St. Paul and the truths contained in those writings. Consequently, Monsignor Schwartz had a strength and a hope in his heart that Job did not have in his. Today you often hear people say, you know, it doesn't really matter what religion you profess because all of them are pretty much the same. They teach the same basic ideas. They have the same basic moral principles. Have you ever heard that? I have many times over the years. Can you imagine how Monsignor Schwartz would have responded to a statement like that? Based on what he wrote in this little meditation, I'm convinced he would have said something like this. He would have said, my friend, you are sadly mistaken. All religions are not created equal. Other religions may teach certain aspects of the truth, but only Catholic Christianity teaches God's revealed truth in its fullness. And because I believe it, because I believe all that the Church teaches, and because I meditate on that truth every day, I have a power, I have a peace, I have a hope in my life right now that other people in my situation do not have. Job had faith, and that was good. And Senior Aloysius Schwartz had faith and understanding, and that was even better. As Catholics, my brothers and sisters, we all have the potential to be like Monsignor Schwartz. And that's very good news. We're not like Job, who lived many centuries before Christ. We have Jesus, we have the New Testament, we have the teachings of the Church, we have the sacraments, and we have the example and writings of holy people like this faithful Monsignor. Thus we have the potential to understand God as deeply as he understood him, and to experience the same power and the same peace that he experienced in the midst of our own trials and sufferings. Let's pray at this Mass that by the grace of God we will all come to realize our potential.